Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. Welcome back. Super excited to have our next guest. Uh, I want to know about his relationship with the EV, but our relationship goes back 20 plus years, uh, meeting this young man in Atlanta in 2004, and he's, he's eBayer. He was an eBayer. That's what he did back in the day. And uh, now he is an absolute legend of a name uh, like the, the likes of Prince, Madonna. You just need one name, right? Bono, Cher, and Die. D-A-I. That is right. Pretty fly for a die guy. Daijiro Yoshihara, thank you so much for joining us here on Electrifying News. Um, again, all joking aside, we're, we're the same age. He is born on Christmas Eve 45 years ago here in 2023. He uh, crudely reminds me, he's like, bro, we're the same age. We're the same age. I always ask him and, and he gets really mad at me. But um, love to see your face, man. And, and thank you so much for joining us here. Thanks for having me, man. Good to yeah. see you. Yeah, you know likewise. Even even digitally, and I know you're just down the freeway here in uh, Southern California. Um, yeah. Proud husband, proud father, two boys. Right before we hit record, uh, we were just inquiring and catching up on everything because I feel like we went zero or like a hundred miles an hour pre-COVID, zero to now we're doing a buck fifty, man. And you especially, <laughs> you thought you were retiring and hanging up your helmet, but I feel like you're wearing your helmet more often than not. But what what's keeping Daijiro Yoshihara busy right now? Well, so I never really retired from driving. You retired I, from Formula Drift. Formula Let's Drift, clarify. Yeah, yeah. So I've yeah. been doing that for like 18 years. So I just wanted to, you know, take a break. Um, but still, you know, other driving, I keep doing it. And like you said, I think it's, if anything, I've been driving more than when I was doing FD these days. So um, uh, what, I mean, you're, work, you're working with Pit, Pat, Pit and Paddock, Enios yeah. Oil. Uh, who, what, are some other, what are some other partners that you work with? Just p- shameless plug because... I think that anybody listening to this, they want to know more about Daijiro Yoshihara and what your post drift championship. Again, you won in 2011 the championship, and that's something I think you hold near and dear to your heart because I, I want to get into that. But what are some of your partners that you work with? Well, so uh, Pin and Paddock is one of the main ones, which is owned by Town 14 Distribution. They've been supporting my program from FD, FD days. Um, and then I still have Ineos Oil and Yokohama Tires, and there's so many other partners. but. Uh, mainly this year, I'm doing the uh, TC Americas racing series and driving the uh, Pit and Paddock uh, Civic Type or TCX in the series. That's <laughs> a, a mouthful. <laughs> the TC, yeah, I mean, and again, shameless plug. Um, you know, again, some of the accolades, Pikes Peak, you know, you're talking about Moto IQ, um, doing that that racing series, Formula Drifter, as you said, 18 years. What what aspirations do you have? I'm just going to kind of jump into it. What other aspirations of racing would you like to collect? Because I feel like you're doing a lot of touring car. Um, you know, we spent time at Grid Life, predominantly drifting. But didn't you, you did that Grid Life double duty one time, didn't you? You did some racing and some drifting. You know what? I, I've never done at the same time. One year okay. I did uh, the time attack with the uh, Evasive Motorsports Ineos Oil 86 in That's Atlanta. Awesome. But that was one time and I didn't bring my drift car at that time. So. Oh. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Like I said, it, it, Grid Life's an amazing event. I know they just had Lime Rock, which is, which is an absolute tremendous event. I was, I heard, I don't want to say, yeah, I don't want to say I had FOMO, but I was at Nitro Cross in Utah and, uh, and Lime Rock was just popping off. They said it's such a vibe. Circuit Legends had like the top secret, the gold cars out there. They had all the R34s, uh, 
you know, Chris Kane, Adam LZ, TJ Hunt, they had all their cars out there. What, for those that don't know, what is Pit and Paddock? So Pit and Paddock is a, um, a company. Well, I guess it's a media slash agency uh, owned by Town 14 Distribution. And Town 14 Distribution is one of the biggest uh, parts distributor. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, I guess. Yeah, so it, it's basically like a platform to promote. Part, I mean, they're one of the largest. Turn 14 is massive. Multiple distribution centers. They've grown. They've consumed other companies. Mm-hmm. And Turn 14 has been, as you say, a partner of Digeros for for quite some time. So th- it's it is cool. Um, shout out to Sam Dew, aka Do Speed, and and how they've really, you know, used that exactly just as a platform to promote their products. They have an amazing display. Shout out to Greg Park, um, <laughs> who has the McLaren and the pink F40, and uh, we won't bring up the pink F40 at Seattle Formula Drift, but. Um, <clears throat> I, I mean, don't, don't remove he, that <laughs> too soon. After, man? <laughs> <laughs> I've already brought it up in a previous podcast and it's, it's out there. Um, just go ahead and look up pink F40 right. in Seattle. Um, it's, it's a great platform to promote things. So this is electrify news. So I, I kind of jump start because, uh, want, wanted to catch up your fans of what you have cooking, but also want to know your relationship with EV. And obviously I think your, what would your first introduction be? The S two thousand that Rywire built, or anything previous to that? Um, actually, I, I've driven the uh, Evasive Motorsports Tesla for Pike's right. Peak, also uh, Time Attack as well. So that was the first one, I guess. And, uh, and on uh, top of that, yeah, please. Mm, sorry, yeah, go ahead, please elaborate. So that's that's for my uh, racing uh, uh, side, but uh, actually, my wife drives the uh, Tesla Model Three for daily. And what do you, what do you think of that car? Do you again this this young man from Japan comes over, links up with with Miyoshi, and links up with uh, with with uh, oh my gosh, I'm spacing on his name, Pacific Rim, uh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Sai. Yeah. You link up with Jerry, and and you're building this S chassis, and that's the vehicle you won the championship in 2011. Are you like a combustion kid, down and dirty SR RB 2J? And obviously, you had LS vehicle when you won the championship in your S13, which is a big V8. But where where do you stack up, and where does your respect and or disrespect towards the EV mm-hmm. land? Where are you at? Uh yeah, it's a it's a it's a long story, I guess. But uh, we got time. That's why it's a podcast. <laughs> it's it's long form. So we we got we got about an hour. We got well now uh, okay. fifty three okay. minutes. Well, so uh, yeah. Uh, bottom line, I don't hate it. I mean, you know, I've competed and, you know, I, I enjoy driving EV. Uh, there's a good thing about EV and bad thing about EV, as, you know, in terms of like racing. Um, and I know like there's a lot of haters, which I don't understand because there's a good, good side of EV racing too, um, which is, um, it could be a bad thing, but, you know, like people think, oh, it's so boring, like no, no sound, no shifting. But in the, in the flip side, you can focus on driving. Like mm-hmm. you can just do steering and brake and a gas. You don't have to shift. You don't have, you don't hear the noise, which means you can concentrate on your vision and the feeling. Interesting. Cause it's, it's an auto, it's more of an on off switch. Right. And that's, yeah, that's what everybody related to. But, but you and Randy Popes uh, have raced EV up the hill. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been multiple um, electric cars, um, notably, obviously uh, what's his name? The Volkswagen ID. I mean, yeah, uh, Roman, yeah. right? I mean, he's he's an absolute weapon, and I think 
Would that be an advantage for those that don't know Pikes Peak Hill Climb? That's got to be a major advantage given the elevation, you know, when it comes to combustion, you start starving that motor and you got to think about, you know, your mixture and your fuel and your air, right? Your air fuel ratio. So here you are not compromised at all. How is, because correct if I'm wrong, you did, you did have a a rear wheel drive vehicle. Tell what's your relationship like with Pikes Peak and what vehicles have you raced and up that and how was that compare? Before Tesla, we had a, a Toyota 86 with the 2JZ power. It's about like 800 horsepower to the wheel. But yeah, of course, when you get on the um, top of the mountain, it loses yeah. quite a bit, like you said, which, um, you know, that's the nature of pike speed. But the EV, it's, you know, you don't get that. But because we competed with the Tesla, we still couldn't figure the longevity of the the battery. Um, so even only if it's a 10 minutes run, but uh, maybe, you know, after like halfway through, start losing power because of the uh, the battery gets too, uh, heated and I think the motor as well. So it's sort of like a limp more kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that was like a downside of using the Tesla. So it almost gets it gets starved in a different way, you know, not the air fuel yeah. ratio, not because of the thinner air given the elevation. It's more of overworking, and that's something we tapped into talking about with with Rywire, you know, with Ryan and, oh, and okay. his. He and it, so he, yeah, he's he knows a lot about it, right? Him <laughs> and DC, and you know, and again, unplugged performance with the Randy Popes, you know, the the plaid, uh, Casa Bonita, <laughs> Casa Bonita, uh, uh, Tesla, but. um so it's it gets so what you're saying is and what you're describing is it's starved in a different way, yeah. Not air fuel ratio, but the efficiency and the heat. It's like your iPhone, right? I mean, we're all guilty of right. your phone sitting in the sun or it's overworking. It's like nope, not going to work yeah. anymore because it gets too hot. Right, exactly. Which I think uh, you know the the VW car ID IDR. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you know they don't have that kind of issue. I'm sure that there is, but it's a lot less. I'm sure it can last a lot longer than Tesla, and so does uh, uh, the Randy's car too. Um, yeah, it's the, it's more the like unplugged performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what what uh, what would you like to see as far as like? I guess the question is, progression wise, would you like to tackle Pikes Peak again in the evasive car, given like the technology and the stuff that you know, or is, is this kind of just beyond evasive scope? Would you like to work with another team? Are you still, uh, again, you're racing, you know, doing the TC stuff, Mm. but what, uh, knowing what you know now and your team knowing now, would you like to attack it in an EV vehicle or, or do you see a, do you see a future in EV racing? Um, yeah, I do actually, I do want to, Okay, so this year, you know, uh, last few years, sorry, going back to my story, we did compete in the 86 two years and then uh, the Tesla last two years. And then this year, we going back to, we went back to gas power. We use a S2000 this year. Uh, we had a little mechanical issue, so we couldn't finish the race, which was unfortunate, but um, it was still fun. Um, and, you know, don't get me wrong. Of course, gas power is more fun to me, too. But like I said, there's a lot of cool thing about EV, and uh, I think we know, or the evasive guys knows more than before. So I don't think we can compete in a Model Three at this moment. But let's say somebody figure out to get the Model Three more longer longevity, then mm-hmm. I think that'll be super dope to go back to Pike Speak. If the car has the full power from the bottom to the top, 
I think we can do really quick. Yeah. 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 And, and what's the, what's the record you hold at Pikes Peak? I think it was, uh, I looked it up briefly. Uh, my time is 10 minutes 05 uh, with the uh, 86. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's okay. You know, I wanted to go sub 10 minutes, but uh, I actually, you know, have spin on, uh, you know, throughout the mountains. So Yeah. I mean, it's, it's scary. Yeah. You got to respect it, man. And and do you have doing, doing Pikes Peak over the years, do you have like a newfound respect for it or you just kind of like show no respect and you kind of <laughs> want to conquer it or do, are, like looking at the, looking at the millens and the zwarts of the world and, you know, even uh, Robin shoot shout out to Robin shoot who's on Yokohama tire as well. He's, I mean, gosh, he's three, what four, is it fourth or third year in a row? Fourth. Yeah. In, in his, in his, uh, in his wolf. I mean, dude, he's, he's a ripper. And do you, do you just bow down to those cats or, you know, again, respecting the oh, mountain? No. But yeah, we gotta respect everything. It's it's a different type of game. Um, they say mountain decide, which means like you don't you don't know until you really drive. Like there's so many things, you know, the altitude, the temperature, everything. Like you don't know until that race day. So you have to be like really careful and respectful for everything. Yeah, year my first year, uh, first year I went was I announced the hundredth. Uh, myself and Tanner Faust got to announce it and just oh, being on right, the mountain. Yeah, yeah and, and what a what a crazy event because for those that don't know, Pikes Peak. What's the elevation exactly? It's like ten thousand seven hundred some odd feet. Or uh, something starting like that. from like nine thousand something, and then ends up the fourteen thousand. Dude, yeah. I know Larry Chen threw that out at uh, Formula Drift the other day as a. Trivia question. Somebody, somebody nailed it, which is pretty cool. Um, and it just, it's such an, has such an old school vibe to it, right? It feels a little, a little raw in, in a, in a very respectful way in a very kind of, man, this is, this is something special. When people line up, they camp out overnight. Do, do you like the Pikes Peak experience or is it just like, man, waking up that early and then you <laughs> got to get focused and then you have anticipation, you have excitement and then it's like, hurry up and wait. Because yeah. there might be somebody that does shoot off, and unfortunately, yeah. you know, we've seen some horrendous accidents, but people walking away from them, and we only sensationalize it because they do that. Um, mm-hmm. Years ago, that Evo going off into a was it Devil's Playground? Holy yeah. cow! But walking away unscathed. Um, do you like that experience of Pikes Peak, or yeah. do you get yeah. nervous yeah. as hell and you're like, I want to get out? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you know, of course, sometimes it's like, oh, why am I doing right? Because like. You have to wake up every morning, like two, two, two thirty, super sleepy, you know, and then you have to, you have to finish the, the practice by like nine, nine AM. And what am I going to do after this? You know, it's like a lot of, uh, hardworking. And then, and then, you know, once the race day, something happened to the car, you don't get anything. Right. So it's very, uh, challenging. But yeah. overall, you know, after I look back, it's such a great experience. Every every single time I go there, so it's some uh, yeah something I don't think I can quit. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's you know I, I golf a lot, and I always call the you know I live around the corner from my my country club, humble brag. But uh, well, I I see it. And I I call it the mistress. It's kind of like those that do Baja or like desert racing, right? They they call Baja the mistress because it's just this this place, this magical place that kind of just sucks you in and you yeah. go back for more. And it's it's more about the glory than it is the money, right? And yeah. I think it's it's one of those things, and it's cool that it's a, a one and done. But it's just like the Olympics. You know, you get four years, or for you, it's obviously a year. You really got to train for it, and uh, and and I know 
you know, training both mentally and physically is, is such a big acumen. How big a role does uh, simulator racing play in your career, Dai? I think it's really good to uh, jumpstart the practice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to me, like physics are totally different from the real driving. So it's good to memorize the track. If, if you go to like, a, you know, some track for the first time, and if, when I have like practice prior to that, like almost like a the very first lap, I can go like 90% because I know where the breaking points and, you know, what kind of shifting there and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it's, it's just more like a little help. Um, okay. And then especially Pike speak, um, it does help to memorize the track because there's like 152 turns or four turns uh-huh. or something like that. But to me, still watching somebody's in-car video uh, helps more. Yeah. Who, who, who's did you, who's, who's in-car do you enjoy? Either competitors in road race and TC or even Pikes Peak. What, well, who, who do you I admire? Watch, I watch whatever available in YouTube. Um, in Pikes Peak, like I, you know, I, I'm friend with Reese, as you know. Yep. Reese Millen. Yeah. Yep. He's, he knows the mountain quite a bit. So I talk to him a lot. And, you know, he gave me a lot of pointers, but also I watch his in-car footage, um, not just one year. He, he's been competing multiple years. So, and even like Red Bull, uh, Sebastian Loeb, there's no like real in-car, but you can kind of see what he's doing. Um, but yeah, whatever I can find and it helps a lot. So in-car as opposed to more yeah. sim stuff. That's interesting um, because yeah, you're yeah. seeing feeding the wheel or certain kind of and obviously you, you want to see the telemetry, not just the, the footwell and the handwork, but you'd love to see kind of the G's and where they're at more, more than anything, or is that kind of just all of it? All of it. Yeah. But, yeah. but mainly uh, what kind of line they're mm-hmm. taking and then what okay. kind of speed going into the turn, stuff like that. So you, uh, you being a father and, and having your two boys, uh, are, are they exposed to EV and kind of maybe I know, you know, with, with my son, the Stasic, like the balance bikes, right They're they got, they rip off and T-bone Tyson, my youngest, he's outgrown his now, but they make them bigger. They make 12, 16, you know, uh, 18 inch. I mean, they make all these rad electric toys. Are they getting exposed to it? And do you want them to get involved in motorsports or racing seeing daddy do this? Mm-hmm. I haven't really gave them anything like that yet actually they, they like cars but not that much they like just you know hot wheels and tommy cars and stuff um yeah so so right now i'm not, I'm not forcing them to like ra- racing like me yeah and if i want them to get into motorsports i don't know it's uh i mean i want them to like because that's my passion right i wanted mm-hmm. to share with them but it's it's not easy to make living out of racing industry as you know yeah and, you know i'm not from like rich family and <laughs> i'm not rich enough to support them neither so yeah it's a tough one i want them yeah. to enjoy it but i don't want them to yeah like too into about it you know there's a lot of different cool stuff you know going on so yeah i, th- I think just exposure to it and surrounding them with whatever like you said passion and you know here's my oldest son parker who's who's he's doing some events he's announcing some things so that that's kind of exciting yeah. but you know yeah, so, yeah yeah thanks yeah excited i mean it's more about it's more about daijiro than it is me but you know <laughs> you, you i mean you are you you know 
you are, who you surround yourself with. And, you know, if it is marketing and, and activation again with Pit and Paddock and Turn 14 and Enos Oil and Yokohama and all your partners, you know, you kind of want to expose them to that. Um, what, what is your take on EV? What is your stance? If you and your wife chose a Tesla Model 3 to mm. save the world or to save a dollar? Save, you say what? To save the world or to save a dollar? Meaning, are you, you feel responsible because we only have one planet or are you trying to save the pocketbook because you can charge as opposed to being, um, being obviously at the, at the helm of, uh, you Mm. know, fuel? Well, to be honest, not really neither. Mm. Uh, I mean, of course, I think about, you know, the world and, you know, the, the gas money as well, but not as much. Um, it's more for like experience. Um, even like a uh, Tesla, we competed in uh, Pikes Peak. It's evasive decision to use that car, but it's like, uh, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, these days, last few years, or even more like five, six, maybe 10 years, you know, EV is becoming bigger and bigger and it's, it's just glowing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a car enthusiast, of course, gas is better because sounds good, smells good. That's never going to go away. But because the, just the world is going into that direction, sooner or later, you kind of have to experience that. So that's the reason why we just released the Model 3, which was not that expensive. Yeah. So it was good to know, you know, it's, it's almost like a gadget. It's not just the car. <laughs> That's a great, I love that. You yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a gadget. <laughs> yeah. It's like an iPhone almost. Right. Wow. And yeah, the driving is one thing, but you know, you would just go to A to B for that tool. It's actually really, really good. Because yeah. you, I mean, t- contrary to that you do have a big chevy truck on te 37s so let's be honest it's it's pretty fire right. too you got a yeah. got a big silverado on some bronze te's <laughs> which you know my wife works in the wheel industry too and i'm like i don't know bronze te's it's real hard to beat uh <laughs> so so you're you're offsetting right it's kind of like you, you work out yeah. to eat bad right <laughs> exactly so if i have to drive only ev i don't know if i can live with it oh that's honest i yeah. like that yes yeah, for sure because I get to drive other race cars, you know, other daily cars, we can have EV, you know, it's a balance for sure. And that's what you said. Like there's these haters and you don't know why, because, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's just that level of education. We're at such a huge tipping point of development, infrastructure, vehicles, it being, you know, for people like you and I, it's, it's about that, mm-hmm. that engagement, that relationship that, as you said, that audible, cause we're at that cusp, our children won't know what a CD is. You know what I mean? Like outside, I mean, even, even video games, I, you know, my, my son plays a lot of video games, but it's either a tablet or an Xbox, which you don't even need to have a disc anymore. Right. It, it's all just downloaded and uploaded and upgraded and all that. So, and even the vehicles, right. So here's Tesla doing this remote upgrade and mm-hmm. it's all about infrastructure and, and just exposure. So I think, you know, our, our generation, we're kind of this last generation of people that are like, Oh, I, I need, I need to feel it and smell it. And you know, all these things, but with nitro cross, I, I was again, just in Utah and mm. it's this, you know, having Connor Daly out there who races IndyCar and he's, it was the second round. Um, who else was it? Somebody else. Well, Cletus McFarlane was out there and he got oh, to rip wow. around a little bit. Yeah. But, um, it's such a unique sensation. I, I, have you been to nitro cross yet? No, I haven't, but I've been oh, watching. Dude. 
you know. Yeah. Come out to Glen Helen, dude. I, I got you. Come out to Glen Helen. We'll get you tickets. Cool. Would love to see you in a car, man. Let's get Enos Oil wrapping a car. Cool. Dude. Oh, I, look, tra- Travis, I know you're watching. So uh, <laughs> let's let's get Digero out there. I it, it, So that being said, is this it's this quiet car and you don't hear the, you know, all you hear literally is the gravel machine gun. Mm-hmm. All you hear is the gravel hitting the carbon Kevlar, hitting the fiberglass, hitting the metal, hitting other cars. Hitting the exhaust, or there is no exhaust thing. And <laughs> gotcha. I caught myself there. Um, but hitting all the metal bits. So it it it, it is this kind of it's an experience, oh. but yeah. In a way, you hear other noise that you don't hear from the gas vehicle, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Is is that is that cool though, to be honest? Like you think, okay, let's say if the car has engine sounds, is it even better on top of the thousand horsepower, whatever they have? Or, some people some people love sleeping. They can't go to sleep unless they have the white nose of a fan. Some people can't sleep if they don't have the clanking of a subway. Some people can't sleep if there's one little light on, right? But some people need complete right. darkness. Some people need the the, the neon glow. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's absolutely personal preference. So if if you know if you have the calm app, you know, you might like a Tesla. You know, <laughs> you know, like I'm saying that because you, you might like the white noise. You might want to be aware of your surroundings. I see. And so with with that, so, I mean, it's great because here you are experiencing, and again, there's there's so many that have both, you know, combustion on Pikes Peak and EV on Pikes Peak. Just ask you, which do you prefer? Like you said, is it cool? Yeah. What, think, what's, yeah. what's your, what's your answer? I what's your yes. answer? Which, which, which <laughs> one do you prefer, combustion or EV going up the mountain? And how, how does that compare? Well, oh, oh, you're talking just just about going up the hill. Oh, I'm talking about the noises. Driving a combustion vehicle, and you got this, oh, and you yeah. got the loud noises, and you got the two J, which is by no means a quiet engine. Uh, I mean, they're all wound up, but and then running the EV, which you're going to hear a lot more of the the grip or loss of grip. Um, I don't know which one do you prefer because you you asked me, is it cool? I'm asking you, <laughs> is it cool? Well, I, I still prefer hearing the engine sound, especially like 2JZ or something cool. It, yeah. you know, kind of motivates you, right? When you're driving and you hear that cool noise, that's actually like pushed me to drive harder in a way. But on the flip side, on driving on the EV, like I say, I, I can concentrate on some other stuff. So that's good and bad. But if I have to pick one, of course, I will pick. Combustion, sure. I yeah. See. yeah, just getting that that loud exhaust, the pop. Yeah, the, uh, again, you're just getting all the other elements, just a lot louder. And again, well, guess what? I mean, look, Digero, Digero's here for it, man. He's he's ready, to, ready <laughs> to get loud. What um, what are some other aspirations in the EV world that maybe you've thought about? Um, is it you know, I don't know if you ride two wheels motorcycles like a live wire or something like that. No, um, I used to, but not not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's very responsible of you. I I know it's. Usually like the, the kids come, the bike goes away and then the kids get older and then you get a bike. That's, that's kind of normally the, the ebb and flow of it. What are some other aspirations in the EV world that you have or, or some, something mm-hmm. that you're like, wow, that's really cool going to electrify expo or going to, cause you're going to LA auto show or Detroit auto show. Or you're like, wow, that's really cool. Either it be the Silverado being traded in for a Rivian or Cybertruck or something else. Is there anything else that kind of stands out in your mind? in the EV world that, that you get excited about? I don't really have anything more than, like I say, we have a Tesla Model 3 for my wife's daily. 
I think we will keep that car uh, as an EV because she only drives like within like five to 10 miles just to go to school, drop off and just grocery shopping, stuff like that, which is good for that vehicle. But I still like to drive regular car, you know, to me, you know, tow, tow truck, you know, pick up the parts for something. I need a pickup, right? Yeah. And I don't see to have an EV truck that doesn't still, you know, click me yet. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. This is very honest because you're not tied to any, you're not tied to any manufacturer, are you? No, no. That, that's see, I think. I think that's what's really great about this because you've you've kind yeah. of driven it all. Again, your your drift car, you you know, S thirteen, S thirteen, Lexus. Yeah, hate to bring that up for a moment, and then uh, and then S chassis. Um, oh yeah, and you ended with uh, was it a BRZ? Yeah, it was BRZ. Yeah. Oh, gosh, what a unique and and talk about what's funny is right. It was like the oddest sounding uh, turbo LS. <laughs> I think in the in the in the paddock, dude. That was so, it was I quiet. Mean, <laughs> it was so weird and for know. you know kojima to be on your team and not be loud is just i mean kojima is a quiet person but usually his, <laughs> his cars are louder than him i saw him in uh st louis at formula drift and we had oh, cool. multiple adult libations and he got really got really spirited so shout out to kojima um an absolute legend right i mean do, yeah. you, do you still work with mike yeah 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 i just talked to him yesterday too yeah are you guys going to shooting guns or what no, I don't shoot guns that often, but he does. Um, yeah, I, I know he's very. Him and his daughter, are absolutely talented. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This and and this is this is what I'm trying to you know. Uh, Bj Burtwell, president and founder of uh, Electrify Expo, he says, Jared, we, we're shifting gears on this podcast. Mm. And uh, again, as I told you, it's it's about EV, not exclusively, but it it yeah. dabbles into that. And it is about progression because people that are engaging with EV, it's it's this tipping point, right? Because mm as you are kind of alluding to is there are haters of it, but it's just education because yeah. I mean, if you think about back in the day, fuel eventually needed to be transported by horses and buggies to get, you know what I'm saying? Like there was that tipping point there. So yeah. here we are, you know, again, people saying, Hey, you need gas to run generators to charge things to do. Right. So, and hydrogen, you know, that's, that's obviously just another, another whole aspect of of what's right. going on so you know we talk about your aspirations of, of of doing more racing is there anything else on the horizon as far as outside of tc or any other racing that you'd like to participate in or anything that excites you either it be nitrocross or formula e or anybody tapping you no not at the moment yet but yeah I, i'm open to do anything you know as far as the driving stuff so so right now my focus is a, a touring car race, um, but also I still do drifting demo right along. Actually, I'm going to FD Utah. I don't know if you heard about it yet. That's right, I did. I, yeah, I, yeah, so I, I did see that. Right along. What so, uh, what what car is that in? The BRZ, the same car that I, yeah. I competed in 2021 for my last season. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what uh, what what else? So where else can we see you, or what's going on? In regards to, uh, I'm going to look at your Instagram and see what's cracking over here because that's always a good uh, that's always a good indicator. But anything else that you have have cooking? That and uh, we well, we're going to do a, a global time attack. Okay, and uh, we'll do uh, 25 hours of Thunder Hill. Oh, we'll awesome! Spoon Sports. 
new FL5 Type R. And okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then SEMA, you, like last year, I built three cars for SEMA, but this year I don't really have a bill. Yeah. But I'm hosting um, the Pit and Paddock and Enos Oil does uh, some contest. They're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna give a one car space for SEMA. So if you're building some car but you don't have a space or the yeah the the place to display the, your car, display your car, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. So I'm just hosting that. So which is cool. I'm still gonna be at the SEMA, and I'm sure I will see you there as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm always there. Uh, I'm looking at. Uh, the beach days with uh, with Dioshar ripping ripping the, <laughs> the EVS tuning Tesla around uh, Long Beach and what whose whose car is that? So EVS tuning, they just let you go take that. I mean, that's it's got to be hot in that dang thing. Oh, it was yeah. There's no AC. <laughs> there's no AC, and you got and you got Lexan windows with just a little yeah. slide on it. I really opened the whole thing. But that was hot, but yeah, that's that's a cool content that, that me and um, Yokohama make. Uh, actually, we we're making some stuff like that coming up. Um, so if you can check yeah. my Instagram, uh, right? Shout out, shout out to Candice over at Yokohama. She's a she's oh, yeah. a, I know she's a great supporter of yours yeah. and the whole Yokohama team. Um, yeah, Pit and Paddock Inos Oil SEMA Show Car Contest. Yeah, so th- this is a great plug right here. Like you said, ever wanted to have your car on display at the SEMA Show? Now is your chance. Pit and Paddock Inos Oil SEMA mm-hmm. Show Car Contest. Yeah, I'll be out there um, hosting the new products breakfast. Um, the banquets and uh, tacking out some other things, and uh, and also uh, SEMA Fest is going down. So that's we're, right. we're excited for that. So you have a what's this R thirty three? Is that yours or is, do you have that in conjunction yeah, with, with my uh, it's my car and it was one of the build uh, we did last year, corroborated with the uh, Grady and Top Rank plus Turn fourteen distribution. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a beauty, right? That thing's so sick. What are those works on there? What have we got here? What are we working with? Yeah, I'm, I, I know I've seen the car, but we never really talked about it. And this is just like we're getting. Oh, that's sick! I, I was just looking at the turn fourteen uh, hood and fenders hanging at the uh, at turn fourteen. I, I, I did bring oh. it up on the on the on the top of the show again. You have the the Enos Oil S two thousand, but did you ever drive the Rywire S two thousand electric one, the turn fourteen vehicle? No, I haven't. Okay. I, actually, I've been asking Ryan. You, you know, whenever, whenever it's ready, let me drive. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would love to drive that. Right now, yeah. it's it's and uh, oh yeah, because yeah, you did. Uh, I'm just looking again at some more stuff. The the truck, the turn 14 truck. That was just a project car. Or was that? Have, yeah, that was a have, project car. And do you have aspirations of uh, of actually racing down in Baja? Or anything like that? Desert racing? If I have opportunity, yeah. Anytime yeah. I'll let try. But yeah, that's another thing, right? I, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it I I mean, does because you're you're sponsored by Pit and Paddock and turn fourteen. Yeah. Are are you an employee or do you kind of work alongside Sam as well, or just purely on racing projects and you're kind of their their test pilot? Yeah, it's pretty much yeah, test pilot. I, I don't really work for them, but I do work with them a lot. They're massive, man. I will say, yeah, they've uh, they've absolutely uh, absolutely blown up, and it's it's really cool to see them take you along for the ride. Because, like oh, yeah. again, we had we had that conversation when you did announce, you know, hey, I'm gonna hang on my helmet. Like you said, twenty, you did eighteen years of Formula Drift. Um, yeah. Vaughn came back. Uh, what what do you make? 
Oh yeah. What do you you know? Vaughn came back and wins. How cool was that? So Dude, that, that was so dope. Right. Right away, actually. Did you? Yeah, because and especially that final was him and Forsberg. It's it's like a yeah, like it can't be better than that. Right. That and what is you being on the outside to cut you off? You being on the outside looking in. Does it make you want to come back? You're like, nah, I'm good. I love it. Do you love being a spectator or do your hands get sweaty and you're like, give me a steering wheel, give me a car. I want to crush some souls. It's actually half and half. Yeah. It was super cool to watch. That's for sure. But if I can do it, like if I come back right now, if I can do the same thing, that's going to be tough. He, yeah, he's you know, competitive. I was, I was very admire him. Yeah. That was, that was really cool driving. So what, you don't think you got it anymore or what? <laughs> I'm going to put you I on the do, spot, I man. <laughs> okay. Well, again. I still do. Part of me, I do. But at the same time, there's so many things, right? The car needs to be like 100%. I need some crew. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's just not easy. You yeah. know, and he knew and he still did it. That's why I was like, damn. Yeah, that was, that was a dope moment. Right. Campaigning yeah. three vehicles, three vehicles, four drivers, obviously splitting a season. He just absolutely just, you know, decimated everybody. Like you said, very sentimental was the word that I thought of. Uh, poetic. Oh, yeah. We've been talking each other, I think, right? Yeah. I think we were talking on a text. Yeah. 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 It's just so sentimental you to think that. <laughs> oh, dude, I I did. Well, I, I did. I did cry. You I, did. I forgot about yeah, that I thing. That. You know what? You know me. I'm a, I mean, you know me. Yeah, I'm a big softie, dude. I, oh, I, dude. Your 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 eyes are moisturizing. Um, yeah, I got real sentimental for those that don't know. <laughs> Formula Formula Drift. We in 2023, we're celebrating 20 years. And and again, Daijiro Yoshihara was a day one, a day one driver, hung his helmet up after 18 years of competition. But this year in Atlanta, which is the birthplace, 2004, we had this idea. We had four rounds of competition. Right. Fast forward to this 2023 season, Von Gittin Jr., who's been on this podcast before. The final round is Chris Forsberg and Von Gittin Jr. That's who was in the finals in 2004. Chris eventually ended up winning. Vaughn got second. And here we are 20 years later, same location, but so proud to see Vaughn sponsored by Ford, Chris working with Nissan, their respective, you know, energy drink companies, NOS, Monster. I mean, just crazy. And then I look to my right and there's my son who's now 17. You know, yeah. he wasn't even around then. You know, he wasn't even a glimmer well, in our so eye. <laughs> and he's down working at the Rockstar Energy Booth, which used to be on Rockstar. And Rockstar is the yeah. official energy yeah. drink of Formula Drift. And I was just overwhelmed with emotion because of mm. look at look at selfishly what drifting has done for me and allowed us to have this conversation right now and yeah. to tap in. You know, BJ Burtwell worked at Mopar. He was there in 2004, um, you know, with with Sam Hubinette and the Dodge Viper team who right. runs and owns Electrify Expo. So here's this motorsport that has been so impactful and so many people thought it was a fad and, you know, Correlated to EV, there was, you know, Travis Reeder who did campaign an electric vehicle uh, for mm. half a season and um, they went through that rigmarole. But I'm sure you get this as well. You get emotional and sentimental about, holy cow, look what I'm able to do. Here's this kid from, you know, out in Japan. And it, I, remind me, were you, you're from, are you like a country boy or were you like <laughs> a city boy? I'm, uh, uh, I'm from Tokyo, but countryside of Tokyo. So I was okay. Because you were talking about... Daigo's Daigo's more of a country boy, right? Well, yeah, kind of. Kind of like yourself. It's kind of same though. Like you know, okay. to like a downtown Tokyo from my hometown and his hometown is pretty much the same. So okay, 
I say that because it's like here, here you are again, meeting you and partying with Forsberg and Tony Angelo and 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 Von Gittin Jr. You were adopted by Drift Alliance, um, by those guys, and and partying and hanging out and yeah. you know traveling all over the world again, going to Monterey and um, going to Milwaukee and just all these all these particular demos and it's kind of the in between, right? Where you're like, holy cow, and now here here you are supported doing your things. Um, do you ever get sentimental like that and just think like, holy? Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely, yeah, for sure. Like when when you look back, you know, certain moment, like wow, and definitely the the final between, yeah, going back to that conversation, but you know, the the JR and Chris, it, you know, I'm I'm not even involved on that. I was just watching live stream, but the you know the the fact that I was one of one of them at one point to think that that was that was really dope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it, and just at that at that birthplace, that track, Vaughn Gittin Jr. splits time with Adam LZ. He's now finishing out the rest of the season. He'll do the remaining rounds of Utah and obviously Irwindale. And uh, it would be it would be really crazy if he uh, if he won another round. But man, RTR's <laughs> on a tear. You know, three they had that three p three in a row between yeah. you know Vaughn, Chelsea, and Adam LZ. James Dean, who's three time champion, he has yet to capture one in his uh, in his RTR Mustang. But um, so you're you're Again, have you been to Electrify Expo yet? Nope, I haven't. Okay. All right, no. well, we gotta ha- we gotta have you out at one and uh, Super Seventy Threes, One Wheels. You know, uh, there's there's so many different ways you can engage with electrification, mm. and that's that's what it's it's all about as well. Have you ridden a one wheel? Have you ridden? I mean, you know, I know you and you know Steph Papadakis are you know going riding bikes and and doing some stuff. Do you ever get on like an EV bike, or do you have kind of a cruise or no, anything like that? Not really. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, these this this is why I kind of you know I'm going to have people on this podcast that have never even driven a Tesla or driven an electric car, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's just that exposure level or your relationship with EVs. And and you know I've I remember the first time I drove one, and it's it's really sensational and just how how you engage with the car. But I I think the biggest soundbite that we got from you here today is that your Tesla is a gadget, and <laughs> I, and I. I I think that's a great perspective because that's, okay. that's I think that it, it's ex- it, and it's exclusive to you. I, I think you need to be unapologetic about it because, like I said, you know, yeah, you're racing a Honda or an Acura, and yeah, you're you know working with a you're not exclusive to anybody outside of your your partners, which is Turn 14, which is all encompassing in your soil and Yokohama tires. I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have to uh, be a bias about it. You know, I can be open. For any manufacturers, so I like Honda, Toyota, Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> call me. Right there, you go. <laughs> and we can we can talk. We can talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> who's a uh, who's somebody you admire, kind of in the racing world that you uh, you like their path? Either it be you talk about Reese. You know, he's a great great friend mm-hmm. of ours. Um, anybody else that you kind of admire that's navigated a fairly similar, maybe not so much drifting, but road racing and climbs and 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 kind of doing all of it is there somebody you admire as far as i really like that style or they could be older they could be younger they could be same age uh i don't really have particular no. person to be honest yeah all right that's fair that's yeah we, yeah for the pike speak for sure reese and rod they're they're the guys that yeah i, I look up to um in drifting uh, Max Orido, he's one of my uh, good friends. He does drifting. He does Super GT. And 
Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, there you go. See, I was just going to say he might he might be your guy. <laughs> yeah, he grew up in like a mountain road and kind of, you know, I'm kind of trying to follow his path in a way. Um, but I started road racing, you know, way later than he does. So I don't know where I can go from there on, but we'll see. Yeah, Manabu Max Arito, if you don't know who he is. And didn't he do NASCAR even? He tried NASCAR for, it like, might not have been Cup, but I think it was like a, you know, obviously just a, a lower level, but he did come over and, and race uh, NASCARs as well. Yes, he did in like late 90s or early 2000. For sure he did. He got on fire. Um, it's on option video, if you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I well, didn't he have fire on his race suit, which is kind of a bad omen too. And he had, didn't he have, or, or no? Who am I thinking? Yeah, oh, he had, about, he had yeah. fringe. He had <laughs> yeah. fringe on his race suit. He opened it up. Yeah. It's and like he, a Presley kind of thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 comeback special, yeah. The Elvis, uh, yeah. Max is a Max is a pirate. Hat. Oh, dude, Max is a pirate, man. That guy. He actually loved American culture, like I did. Yeah, that's why he likes to do NASCAR. He likes to wear that kind of costume. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it. Well, uh, Daijiro, you're uh, obviously just such a such a fine young gentleman. I say young gentleman because I, I give myself <laughs> that. Kind of, you know. Look, I'm giving my, it, this is self, this self-serving self <laughs> right now. I, we're fine young gentlemen. We are both yes, the sir. same age. As I said, I'll, I'll, I'll end it how I started it. You always throw shade that I forget your birthday, but yes, now you remember my December birthday. 24th. My mom's yes. on the Christmas. My mom's on Christmas, actually. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. No, see, you don't even, you don't even ask, dude. You don't even ask, Tajiro. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. Um, absolutely love your company. Uh, love, you know, everything you got going on. Any way I can help you, uh, I'm here. And uh, just don't let Sam drive your F40 when you get one. <laughs> <laughs> um anything else you anything else you want to add in regards to uh you know where they could find more information about you or or what's going on and again we talked about your you know tc um, pikes peak getting back up there pit and paddock turn 14 Eno soil yokohama tires what else wow you cover pretty much everything man thanks a lot just thank you for having me here today and uh just please follow my instagram and we'll see you see everything i guess yeah Um, and the next event I'm going is uh, FD Utah. So I would like to see many people out there and I will see you there for sure. Right. Yep. yep. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be there. Yeah. I'm headed over. I'm actually, uh, on, I'm headed to world time attack challenge. So I'm, you I'm, are? yeah, I'm headed to Australia. I'm announcing drifting oh, over there. So that's I'm, next I'm, week, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, pending on, I think this, this will air like this will air. Yeah. So this, when this airs, it should, I think it's, it'll be this weekend. So, but you know, we're, we're we obviously pre-record these. So, uh, oh, but yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, September, uh, September 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and oh, they got wow. drifting. So I'm going to be out there announcing drifting and doing some social for, um, Momo doing some social for Momo, which is steering wheels and, and wheels and all that. So I'll be okay. over there doing that. So yeah, we're gonna have some fun. So be sure to tune in world time attack out. Ryan Turk's going over there. He's taking the form of the Supra, okay. um, yeah. Ferris, Ferris, uh, who was that Momo uh, Corvette, which is an absolute weapon. Um, we'll see yeah. if some Americans come over and uh, twist the screws on some Japanese and some Aussie and some international drivers, baby. Yeah. Do you pull? I, I, do you pull for Japanese or American drivers? Uh, for time attack, for sure American. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't compete in Japan. I yeah. You're American. Did you ever get your Did you get your citizenship for America? No, still uh, uh, green card. 
and I still okay. have a like, Japanese citizenship. But um, for the time attack, I grew up in the U.S. time attack industry, so I don't. I support America. There you go. Yeah. All right. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, Daijiro Yoshihara. You can find his Instagram, D A I, and then go ahead and spell out Yoshihara. So uh, thank you so much, Dai Yoshihara, as uh, we are. That's that's a wrap, man. Thank you so much. All right. That's a wrap. Thank you, guys. My brother, peace. Thanks for listening to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV. And Follow along on social media for daily clips and more.